Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into another episode of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Uh, just shout out to everybody uh, who listened to the uh, shows last week. Uh, I dropped a couple episodes last week, um, so we're on to uh, episode uh, 42. And uh, let's go ahead and get started. So I guess the first thing we'll throw up on that Summer Jam screen is uh, the murder of uh, Corinne Gaines. If you've been sleeping up under a rock, um, and uh, Maryland, uh, there was a young lady who was <clears throat> who was killed. Uh, she was in a standoff with police. Uh, they were trying to serve a traffic warrant, and uh, you know they saw that she was armed, so they called for a backup. And then they brought the SWAT team in. She was sitting down there with her child um, with a loaded shotgun. Um, SWAT team came in, uh, you know, fired a lethal shot, and then they also shot the child. Um, a lot of folks online uh, kind of, you know, sitting on the fence about this because they're saying that she should have shouldn't have had the gun, but it was legal. You know, she purchased it legally. Um, she was also uh, some folks trying to blame it on lead poisoning. She was a lead poison baby, um, and uh, just all kind of excuses for her her assassination. Um, the the main thing is. Uh, you know she was being harassed by cops um leading up to this moment uh for for numerous things um there was traffic stops and just different things she was being harassed for left and right by the uh police department uh the thing that sucks is you got the child who got shot in the arm and he's he's he lost his mother um that's that's what you really have to think about um folks are you know speaking about like i said before that she shouldn't have been armed um, she should have just surrendered. Um, there was something fishy though about it. She was, I think she was either live streaming or uploading videos to her Facebook. And during the, uh, standoff, you know, the police contacted, uh, Facebook and, uh, uh, I don't know if it was IG, but, uh, they told them to, you know, disable her account because people were telling her not to listen to police and things of that sort. And, you know, uh, you had folks, black folks online, you know, um, bringing up all these these white serial killers who've been taken uh, peacefully and all this other stuff and uh, showing examples of, of you know, cops uh, being shot at by white men and and they've been arrested peacefully and all this other stuff. Um, you know, the system that we live in. You, you know how it goes uh, These black, black folks are being executed left and right It don't matter if you're a man, a woman And they even shot the child So, you know There's There's too much just going on To just be, you know, out here Trying to explain yourself You know, trying to explain 
what happened and how it's wrong we know it's wrong we definitely know it's wrong but i need black folks to stop trying to educate you know folks online about you know different situations comparing you know um white folks to black folks to things of that sort these white folks know what's going on they know exactly what's going on they just choose some choose to ignore it some choose to uh glorify it and love it and bask in it you know i've never seen such a celebration online as when a black person is killed by cops you you just see all these these troll accounts just celebrating the death of you know black folks and you never see it when it's in the reverse um when uh, the cops were killed down there in Dallas, I didn't see any black folks celebrating it. Um, same thing in Baton Rouge. We didn't see anybody celebrating it. You know, no, if you know, it's, 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 it's a tough thing to digest. It is. Um, cause when you dealing with this, this system that we in the system of white supremacy, it's, it's tough to, it's just a tough pill to digest. It's a jagged ass pill and it's a it's a sick system you have so many people who just enjoy these these lynchings and it and it every time that this happens it reminds me of you know when uh i believe it was w.e.b du bois who wrote about it when he was talking about um that during lynchings you know some people couldn't make it and uh they, this used to be a whole town spectacle uh, back in the day and he saw i think some hands in a window and he said this is this is a whole different you know ball game this is something sick and demented it's something different but yeah people used to when there was lynchings uh some white folks used to be like hey you know give me a toe give me a finger give me an ear or something like that and just celebrating you see you see you can google all the sick pictures of lynchings and you just see the little kid smiling the the mom the dad smiling in these pictures and that just reminds me you know every time a black person gets killed online and you just search the hashtag um there's just you know either pictures of that person dead or them just celebrating it and then you know trying to troll other folks they'll put the tag with uh, black lives matter just so you'll see it and um then it'll have all this crazy writing and shit like that so i feel like black folks are just wasting their time just by posting up um you know different stories about how come this white man was taken alive and things like that the fbi already told you fbi already told us back 10 years ago that you know uh, white supremacist uh groups had infiltrated law enforcement they they already told us that and but we've been knowing that for years we've been knowing that for years and you know how the cops became cops from the patty rollers way back in way back when you know when they were catching slaves and shit like that lynch mobs and or they called them patty rollers but you know made his sister rest in peace um this is just another sad sad case um you know i i, I really didn't know what to say about it because it's, it's every week you know or every few days we got somebody else becoming a hashtag you know due to police violence you know so you know the the sister was uh, very woke uh, she knew what was going on she knew the system that we were living in and um you know just may she rest in peace and you know hopefully um her child uh, her children will be okay uh, i know they won't but you know you only can pray for the best um and hope for the best for them so you know it is it is what it is but you know what we really need to get out here and 
you know, start uh, using our money and uh, start utilizing our vote and just start holding these people accountable. And, uh, you know, we, we really have to get on our game, our political game and our economic game. So, you know, we'll stop being killed, you know, in these streets just with no repercussions. You know, nothing is going to happen to these cops. You, you know that. Um, you know, they're going to use the, the whole uh, fear for my life narrative, you know, and the police chief even said that they fired first um, and then she fired some shots back. So, I mean, it is what it is. It is. I, it, it just hurts my heart even talking about this just because you get so it, it takes a toll on you every time you see a name as a hashtag because you know that somebody was killed unjustly at the hands of law enforcement at the hands of someone posing as a cop you know so we're just gonna move on uh i guess on a little bit of a lighter note we'll talk about uh constance Wu. um she's a star on the show of fresh off the boat which is a show i really don't fuck with because all it is is just a little asian boy you know um being in blackface that's all it is yo 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 and all this other bullshit and nonsense um and i talked about this way last year uh on an earlier show when he was going back and forth um with a black woman online and he was just talking all kind of crazy the creator of fresh off the boat not constance Wu, but the creator of uh, fresh off the boat um was trying to justify some some bullshit that he said on a show and um people were calling him out on it and he was just backpedaling but then he didn't know what to do and so he tried to insult the woman and that didn't work and then he ended up apologizing and it's just like you're just trying to make a dime off of black culture that's all you're doing but anyway Constance uh she wrote an open letter about the um there's a movie coming out called The Great Wall (laughs) it's about the Great Wall of China and it stars of course Matt Damon so (laughs) this is a movie about the great wall of china and uh this is the jig just like they did with gods of egypt because they knew before uh they could get away with it before this this whole this awakening people of color not just black folks but people of color are just pretty much waking up to hollywood's bullshit uh because people are just calling it out and i feel like social media just got us all together on some kind of uh, digital thread and we just all connect because we all feel the same way about these movies that we see coming out that's being whitewashed but they went the way of gods of egypt if you remember gods of egypt had all these white folks being gods in egypt and they had a couple of black folks in it but um uh it uh gods of egypt it went a different route than the than the traditional white folks in egypt movie it was basically trying to be like sci-fi and brought all these mystical creatures in so that's the the way that they went with the great wall starring matt damon so matt damon up here jumping off the great wall shooting arrows at like dragons and shit like that and he leading like the chinese army and stuff like that so constance she she wrote an open letter just saying hey this is bullshit you know we're tired of the white man has to save us narrative and things of that sort and um you know i talked about it i think in episode 41 the second one i did last week um when it's about that savage narrative uh that a lot of times uh mainstream media has to push on us and it's also um just something it's how um it's basically how white supremacy got birth and how to justify um you know slavery and taking over different countries they 
came over, you know, um, started, you know, doing the whole um, missionary thing, uh, trying to get everybody to turn into Christians because their way of life was wrong and all this other stuff. And basically it was like, I forgot who said it, but um, when the white man came over to Africa with the Bible in his hand, you know, he gave it to the Africans and told them to close their eyes and pray. And he looked up, white man had the land and the black man had the Bible in his hand. So it is what it is. I be, You can read a book about it. Uh, I always push this book called White Women's Rights, talking about white feminism, and basically it just talks about how, um, how basically there's some good chapters in there talking about how uh, white men would send white women over on missionary missions to basically um, try to, you know, calm folks down and, you know, um, show them that their way of life is wrong. You know, Christian way is the way to go. And if that didn't work, you know, they just strong arm and took the land instead of, you know, trying to jig them up out the land. But, you know, Constance Wu was talking about that in, you know, that their Chinese heroes and peoples of colors heroes doesn't look like a white man. It doesn't. And it doesn't need to happen. Um, but what's crazy about it is uh, the director is uh, Zhang, uh, Zhang Yimu. Uh, Chinese guy and he basically you know he responded back he told Entertainment Weekly is uh, what I really want uh, is to bring Chinese color and cultural background to the worldwide audience through a film language that they and I put that in quotes are familiar with so basically he's just saying fuck my culture fuck my people I really don't care about a white uh, I don't white care about a Chinese lead I'm gonna get this white man that everybody knows and when you say they he's just talking about white folks he just wants to get that money and then kind of you know ease you into it let me ease you into Chinese culture but you know but I, I feel like it's one of those things where that was the only way he was gonna get that movie financed um, like hey I need to put a big star in this a white star you know when they say big star that's cold for white star and um it's just like with uh tom cruise being the last samurai so it's like paul mooney said uh they probably gonna get tom hanks to get in a movie called the last nigga on earth so hey it is what it is but i feel what constance Wu was saying uh there is an awakening with people of color we're just done done eating that shit up so hopefully the movie flops just like gods of egypt flopped and just like that movie Exodus flopped, um, that was based out of Egypt, and you had like, uh, it was at uh, Christian Bale in there and shit like that. It's just, you, and then I think the director of Exodus or whatever the film was called just came out and said, "Yeah, I put these people in there. They bring, you know, they bring, uh, they put people in seats and things like that." And it's like it's not historically correct, but hey trying to put some people in some seats and trying to make some money and that movie flopped so hey it is what the fuck it is but also thinking about you know uh, what Constance Wu was saying it, it makes me iffy about the movie coming out in October uh, Birth of a Nation because um, I know Fox bought the uh, the movie or whatever from a homeboy who uh, basically put his money up and uh financed it and shot it and everything like that i forgot the brother's name but it just makes me think well well is it a whitewashed movie meaning is it 
not really telling the true story of Matt Turner. You know, is it there's some kind of, you know, how they do with a white savior or something? Because it just it's just weird that Fox would, you know, purchase that movie um, about a slave revolution. So I'm gonna watch it, but you know, I'm gonna have my uh, my bifocals on. But anyway, moving on to. Uh, I guess we just uh, probably just move on to uh, selling hope like dope. And the uh, first person out here selling hope like dope is your man, Sir Charles Barkley. So a story just broke uh, a couple days ago saying that Charles Barkley is going to have a show on TNT called The Race Card. So, you know, whenever a black person says The Race Card, you know, they're about to go into some white supremacist talking points. What about black on black crime? We are our own worst enemy and things like that. You know, we got to work on us first before we, uh, you know, uh, attack this system in place. So and Charles Barkley, it doesn't know a goddamn thing about race or race relations or what's going on with black folks. Charles Barkley has been quoted as saying a numerous dumbass things i mean you can just listen to him on tnt and him and shaq be going at it and shaq be clowning them uh, and that's even just talking about sports so uh just charles talking about race issues and trying to be honest about you know the racial climate in america this show is going to be nothing but you know 30 minutes or an hour of cooning that's all it's going to be um i will not watch it um i fuck with charles barkley on tnt as far as uh you know the basketball show but i'm not gonna fuck with this show because they're giving it the green light and they're calling it the race car you know it's gonna be just it's gonna be 10 pounds of bullshit in a five pound bag that's all it's gonna be and people are gonna watch it and people are gonna tweet about it how angry they are about it and it's going to do its job because it's going to draw in viewers so charles barkley you're out here selling hope like dope because you're a coon we, everybody knows you're a coon and you will do anything for a check so hey it is what it is do what you can to keep the lights on all right and uh your boy donald trump is still out here selling hope like dope yesterday abc news broke a story uh saying that uh leaders in the republican party are uh, trying to scramble and go through the nominee handbook or whatever to see what happens uh see if they can elect another leader uh another nominee just in case donald trump drops out and the head of the rnc is basically saying that donald trump is too unpredictable um anything you know that he suggests that donald does donald is you know goes the opposite way and uh with him winning the nomination quote unquote uh the rnc uh chair would like to see you know donald trump be more um open and uh trying to appeal to everybody you know to basically uh get in the white house to get a republican into the white house there's been rumblings inside of the uh, Trump camp and uh, there's been there's numerous uh, influential Republicans who are basically voting for Hillary because of, you know, what Trump has done, what he said and just the overall ignorance. Like it's like a bad movie unfolded in front of our eye, our eyes right now. And um, I really don't give two fucks like um, I really would like to see him 
burn that whole party down and a lot of people feel the same way uh, but uh, there's no way that they could force him out he would actually have to drop out voluntarily but it's been rumblings in the Trump camp um, people are bickering and some folks really don't want to work for him now and uh, a lot of folks feel like they're in over their head um, Donald Trump came out talking about that he will not drop out you know this is he, he doesn't care about the election and he just cares about winning that's that's what it boils down to he wants to beat Hillary and once he gets in the White House, if he gets in there, it'll be like, oh, shit, what the fuck did I just do? So Trump is still selling hope like dope. You know, his uh, his folks, you know, his party, his uh, fellow Republicans want him to drop out. Uh, they really want to get somebody in there who actually understands, you know, the laws of the land and things of that sort. They don't want a failed, uh, you know, uh failed mogul failed tv mogul and um they don't want them they don't want that representing the party and I, I feel them on that but honestly i mean this this is what happens when you have a black man in the white house for eight years you know you get a bunch of goofy ass white folks who felt like they were cuckolded you know for eight years um now they vote for this monster because he speaks their language which is a very simple language he basically got to the white house by slandering people of color and it and um so-called uh, illegal immigrants and saying that he was going to build a wall that's it that's how he got to the that's how he got to the top of the republican party and earned that nomination which is fucking hilarious but um i guess we're gonna move on to uh hold this L, uh, your man's Draymond Green has to hold this L, and, uh, you know, he's still dealing with dicks, this time he wasn't kicking folks in the dick, this time he was showing his dick on Snapchat, you know, he, uh, basically had the Neapolitan popsicle out on the, on the, for the World Wide Web to see, uh, he tweeted that, uh, he got hacked, then he said that he wasn't hacked, he was trying to send a DM, and all this other stuff and i just don't know what it is with draymond green and dicks you know if he ain't kicking somebody in the dick you know or hitting somebody in the dick he's basically showing his dick so this is just ridiculous like draymond you really gotta hold this l like you already look like donkey from shrek now you out here flashing folks and then i got a question for who the fuck follows draymond green on snapchat like why would you follow this guy like is his life really that interesting like does he just talk about how pink his gums are and how big they are and how little his teeth is like like what does he talk about on snapchat like why would you follow him on snapchat just help me out there fellas so maybe y'all gotta hold this l too i think y'all really should hold this l and then your man's uh bow wow he really has to hold this L. Um, Bow Wow, uh, still at this age, I think he's approaching 30, maybe, but uh, he still hasn't gotten his uh, Negro wake-up call yet. And um, what I mean is, he was basically uh, talking about he's not going to vote. Um, then he was, then somebody, you know, kind of asked him about Selma and all this other stuff, and he said he wasn't related to those people. He can't relate to the struggle, blah blah blah, because he's mixed. And I'm just like. 
nigga what are you mixed with and um so he tweeted a picture of his father and his father just looked like a light-skinned negro so he is mixed with negro and negro um i don't get it i really don't so he's talking about he can't relate to these uh, these black problems because he's mixed but he was raking in millions of dollars from little black girls on uh, uh 106 in park um screaming and going to his tours and he was the king of black entertainment television but um he's still i mean he's getting that uh cbs money right now he's getting that network money now so and i think that's the problem with a lot of celebrities right now because bow wow thinks he's uh raven simone at the moment until he gets his wake-up call and he will get his wake-up call you know something is going to happen to bow when i predict is something is going to happen to bow wow something racially charged and he's just basically gonna come back on twitter or social media somewhere and he's gonna be, be screaming racist racism and he's gonna be out there just because i'm a black man and blah 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 blah. i need y'all to ride with me y'all need to boycott this and do 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 nah son we're good we're good and that's what's gonna happen just like with oj you know oj got off that first time and his big-headed ass went around them white folks you know cooning it up and you know thinking he everything was all good and they were plotting to get his ass right back in jail and his big dumb-headed ass was in a las vegas hotel trying to steal his own stuff back and now they put him under the fucking jail so you know uh so like i said before something's gonna happen to bow wow and he's going to be be uh pulling charles barkley's race car uh so to speak so he's gonna be out there screaming something so he's gonna get his wake-up call and uh he's gonna be hollering to uh sit down to talk to somebody somebody and he's gonna be tweeting black lives matter until the cows come home so uh yeah bow well you're gonna have to definitely hold this l and then um you know uh not all heroes wear capes you know today is obama's birthday so uh shout out to uh president obama turning 55 and i guess when he blew those candles out uh, a couple of his wishes came true uh the first one was dylan roof catching the fade in the jail um basically uh he was in the shower some inmate got free came down there feared for his life and uh offered that fade to dylan roof so he caught that fade and then um florida's crowning jewel or gym um your man's uh george zimmerman caught a fade in a restaurant basically went up to uh some guy um who uh had some confederate tattoos and he said i like your tattoos and uh, another guy and then he was talking about yeah i'm george zimmerman uh you know i was acquitted for killing trayvon martin or something like that and he showed his driver's license another guy came up and was like are you bragging about that and then he caught the fade right then and there but you know george zimmerman is a a piece of bitch so uh he didn't fight the man back he just called the cops so if you're not a little skinny teen he's not gonna you know quote unquote defend himself he's just gonna call the laws on you so george zimmerman be used to talk reckless on twitter before he got banned and uh yeah we see that he's not about that life this man is always in trouble been in trouble numerous times since the death of trayvon and somehow he's still out here walking around alive and free i don't understand how that works but uh yeah i I really don't get it but like i said president obama probably was just you know had his eyes closed tight and uh 
He was uh, praying to the Most High uh, for the white supremacists. He was praying to Allah or ISIS. And um, yeah, and he wanted that fade to both of those young men. So they both caught him. So not all heroes wear capes to the brother who faded Dylan Roof and to the man who faded George Zimmerman. I mean, uh, I salute both of you guys. All right. So moving on to the last segment of the show, Health Over Wealth. You know what I say, without your health, you can't enjoy your wealth. So with it being uh, President Obama's uh, 55th birthday and the last birthday that he will celebrate in the White House, uh, we will go ahead and uh, get a quote from our president. So he says, we need to steer clear of this poverty of ambition where people want to drive fancy cars and wear nice clothes and live in nice apartments but don't want to work hard to accomplish these things everyone should try to realize their full potential so i mean that's very fitting especially in the social media age you see so many people uh blow up you see it seems like overnight but a lot of these folks are working very very hard behind the scenes and you're only seeing the highlight reel and i I do urge people to do that to just show your highlight reel um and just show the glow up you know once you're ready to blow up um but when you're seeing other people's highlights just realize that they're not showing you the behind the scenes and nothing is going to come easy nothing is going to come easy even if you look at uh the kardashian empire like you look at kim and uh just how she blew up people i mean even myself you know she blew up off of nothing but she blew up off a sex tape but since then she she knows how to stay relevant she has that video game where she's making millions of dollars and she is her brand so basically she has to look like a freaking barbie doll so the constant working out uh wearing fly clothes and things like like that it always takes work you know it always takes work to look your best and just her being at different events and things like that she is working there is work involved there is a lot of hard work involved um even with these bloggers that you see that's blowing up you know it takes a lot of work to keep refreshing the site keep having you know so much fresh product up on the site and keeping up with you know celebs and what's going on and things like that and the same for uh, video bloggers and makeup artists there's a lot of hard work that goes into uh goes into the craft and you know putting the content up and you gotta look at a lot of people do their own editing i know like when i'm doing this podcast it takes me about a good hour just to edit you know it takes it take out the highs and the lows and um, you know just getting everything sounding right and crisp there's a lot that goes into it so nothing is easy there's always a lot of work going into it Um, but like i said always show your highlights on social media and uh you know be ready to show you know when i say that because a lot of times you'll start talking about what you want to do on social media or you'll tell somebody you know close to you and then they kind of shit on it and then you kind of loot you kind of deflate you know so just start doing it and then once you get comfortable you get in the groove doing it then that's when you let the world know what's going on all right so that's pretty much all i got uh, another half hour show um, listen to it on your way to work you know if you got like a 15 minute drive you can listen to the second half on the way back or just listen to it over your lunch break you know for my 30 minute folks uh, some of y'all have that luxury of having an hour you know lunch if you got that luxury just listen to it twice all right so much love and respect one
This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Jiki Vons and Sugar Dons can't quit, what? Now pop the cork and Stina Vega and get lit, what? 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 Introducing Phantom of the Dark, walk through my heaven with levitation from Reefers, Trench and Defense and Eve 7, showboating with Rugas, Flash Vines, Belafonte, Jigger, let's get forward this birth as we confiscate your figures. Dressing over brown, levitating Jiki and Dashikis, the Lahana car, 54, chasing diamond runners, headed ice bear, the big chiller diamond convention, Harlem Buck Strut, freezing world heights, Hollywood, Madam Butterfly, let me in your house, a pleasure, from the knuckle swatch, shadow boxes catching black eye blue. I play the thief, what? Sensations at the Monte Gros, we screaming Chiba Fulfilling pleasures in my castles, blow the smoke out The Goss of Vega substitutes when the Dutch is gone The low don't stop, give me shout just the season Sartayas, two flayers for swerving, no corners We madness to moolah, living with Charlie's angels on us No smiling, we're sliding That gets you caught up in the octa or dead if we're moving It's just like that as we proceed Saturday night special, you better take it light You Jaja, you're a capital Quest to the coast, the key logo, wire the chain gang Keep your ears out for a Sip the fountain blue, house of bamboo, paradise This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Jiki Vons and Sugar Dons can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus, Tina Vega and get lit, what? This is it, what? This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Jiki Vons and Sugar Dons can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus, Tina Vega and get lit, what? What? Sparrows through the seas, a black Caesar that convinced us silky days, satin nights, taking flight, dino going, sweet sensation, Spanish flying with the lady scar face, bottoms up, sunshine, love pushing up and down. From the magic city, transcendence, we don't on your aura, Fancini in London, relaxation in Bora Bora, got notion to bring it, sing it, never been my function, stoning, robbing, we hide some merchandise and gunning, love it, leave it, but bless the war chief for his bison, get it, got it, the low will forever be nice and yeah, the sunny Chiba, he be sippin' on my red uh. The Gucci Grace, yes, he be sippin' on my red uh. We flip the dry, stay draped in the satin vines. This coolie hijack pack from the sugar shack. Then what we do after we sip the armor red uh. We start the Harlem River quiver, dig it, sweet daddy. Shoppin' the crimson blade, hot Sierra serenade. Anatomy for seduction, be this ebony yeah, just. Exit the place with grace. Jersey armor better than bursting of clouds. It pours. Everything seems better on flats with love. We move only in the middle. Sippin' on my red dime The Chiquita is, we sippin' on my red